What kind of music you like? Ooh, it's on. Careful, you son of a bitch. Chicken ain't nothing but a bird. Those stories are all lies. Those things they say are just a lot of shit. All right, everybody, welcome. It's another episode of the Silver Emotion Podcast, and my name is Will. My name is Steven. And uh, we got Tom here with yeah, us, too. My cat Tommy is bumping the mic. Uh, today, we're talking about. Uh, this is, I think this might be the oldest movie we've talked about. 1924, uh, Buster Keaton's Sherlock Jr. Yeah. I had to think of what the fuck that was called <laughs> for a second there. <laughs> it's uh, also directed by Buster Keaton. He uh, directed al- almost all, or not, maybe all of his stuff. I don't remember, but he liked creative control. Yeah. At least during this this the twenties, then he lost it after the silent era. But uh-huh. we don't want to start on a down note. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe the whole thing will be down. Who knows? Yeah, we yeah. shall see. <laughs> maybe we'll just sit here depressed and. Yes. and, and Perhaps. So, you've never seen a silent comedy before? No, no. Never a short, nothing? Maybe something weird at some point, but nothing that I can actually remember or pin any knowledge to or anything. Yeah, no, like, uh, the three major comedians, Charlie Chaplin, Buster Keaton, Harold Lloyd, nothing like that. No. I'm pretty sure I've seen some uh, silent era like cartoons. Yeah, that would count as comedy, I guess, but definitely not anything near the same uh, kind of stuff that's going on. Yeah, maybe in time, type trying to replicate it or something, but there's just a distinction between an actual actor, oh for sure, doing this kind of stuff and right the kind of stuff they do in animation. But I think I saw some weird old silent cartoons but yeah not right. nothing beyond that really all right so i don't know if this is the the best gateway mm-hmm. i i honestly i'm bad at that kind of stuff so um i would say it's probably as good a gateway as as possible um uh so i don't know how, how, how did you enjoy it or <laughs> i don't know what to say yeah i and it was entertaining it was. I, I have my usual like the beginning is slow. I don't yeah. know why that that's always a thing with me. But it kinda the beginning is. in this one is slow. Yeah, for kinda, sure. And the the laughs like ramp up as it goes. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't start with like heavy hitting. Right. Yeah. It, I I think it starts to ramp up when he starts following the guy out the the house. One the guy who steals yeah. the pocket watch and. I think that's when yeah. it starts to really click. 
least yeah. for me, that's where it was like. That's okay. that is definitely where it picks starts to pick up because you get him following and doing the you know his physical stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's because like before then he's got stuff going on like the little sweeping up and finding the dollar in there and it's yeah, it's fine. It's it, you know it gets a little <laughs> smirk or something out of me every once in a while, but then it was like once he starts getting into that. Like, I, I think that I really started going, whoa, when it was like he, he was just the two guys are walking and like in perfect lockstep with each yeah, other yeah. and just the timing and just choreography, I guess, of all of that stuff was just suddenly like, whoa, OK, this is not <laughs> just some sitting around telling jokes kind of thing. They're, no, they it's, put some freaking effort into this. Yeah, there's a sophistication to that. Kind yeah, of stuff yeah, that's that... a good word for it that uh, you don't I mean sometimes you might see something like that now but it's it's uh, I don't know it's, there's really something about silent comedies specifically Buster Keaton but but uh, all of them really where where the sophistication of that kind of stuff is very high because mm-hmm. um, it's even more of a visual medium than uh, a normal movie right when the guy walks up the steps and Buster Keaton kind of walks into the wall and yeah. <laughs> that little per- that because you don't even notice that perspective from that angle yeah. you can't really tell that he's <laughs> deeper into the background than the other guy it just kind of right. you're like oh whoa okay yeah that's great and in that moment it really did kind of feel like uh like a Wile E. Coyote cartoon or something where like the Roadrunner will run through a tunnel and it'll be a like he'll oh, like paint right, a tunnel right, right. on yeah. a wall and like yeah, the roadrunner yeah. will just run through it and he'll crash into it like what <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, it's just, it just that moment in specific just felt like physics did not work for those two people the same way <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would imagine that uh, a lot of silent comedy stuff sort of influenced those looney tunes and stuff like that in the 50s yeah probably. 40s i don't know when when did looney tunes start yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. 50s sounds like a good guess. Yeah, I think of them as 50s, but I feel like there's probably some 40s stuff too. Yeah. Was there black and white Looney Tunes stuff like early on? Fuck if I, I know. know. I think there were, but but uh, I'm not a that stuff Looney Tunes yeah, scholar. What what makes Neither me think I. that there what that that there were if I could fucking talk. <laughs> um they put out these DVD sets and I I in my head there's like the the black and white set and it was black mm-hmm. and white on the front with that like sunrise pattern that you know where it says like that's all folks that was the cover and it had the looney tunes like busting out of it <laughs> and I, if i remember right i remember the <clears throat> black and white and the color one but anyway i don't know what to say yeah, this is one of those, like, <laughs> it was so short, and, like, just the plot is just such a, a simple arc. That yeah. There's not much to, like, I don't want to say that, like, there's depth to it, but it's depth to the physical comedy aspect of it, and the... Right. And the... Relation of perspective The and technical stuff. Uh, yeah. stuff that's going on, because there's a lot of special effects in yeah, this. Yeah, there's just a lot of weird things that just kind of surprised me of like whoa like yeah and this was not typical yeah. of movies of the day necessarily so like 
there's a lot of stuff in this movie that was kind of not I don't want to say like it was a big deal and it, nothing was like this before <laughs> but like it was uncommon yeah and so people were wowed and like oh shit like look at that but in terms of like Buster Keaton's stunts and stuff this movie is 24 and so like he made all these he probably made like 20 short movies hmm. from 1920 to like 23 and then he made all of his features hmm. um that he directed and so like the stunts and the general style of his comedy was already well established in all of those shorts mm-hmm. but and to a degree, some of the special effects, because there's a short where he plays every member of the orchestra. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that's, like, the whole short. And so there's, like, optical effects and stuff in that. But but uh, in this movie, it's a lot more advanced. And Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised seeing um, the dream sequence start when it, he, like, he gets up out of his own body. Yeah, so, like, yeah. I didn't think they had that kind of... Uh, uh, blending of images and stuff right. back then but i was like oh wow that must have been a really impressive effect for the time too. yeah i can't think of anything <clears throat> else that has stuff quite like that that doesn't mean that it's not out there but right but uh yeah it's definitely early for that kind of stuff for sure mm-hmm. and there was a little quote that i read that said that uh buster keaton said that cameramen of of that didn't work on the movie uh would come to see the movie a couple times to try to figure out how they did certain things because it just was like whoa what the fuck was that like like that shit when uh when buster keaton is trying to is like running away and there's that dude with the fucking suitcase selling ties and he just jumps through his fucking suitcase yeah that was like (laughs) like what the fuck that's so wild that was crazy yeah i uh, the the one before that, I actually had to kind of rewind and rewatch when he jumps out the window. Yeah, and into the dress. T- yeah, <laughs> that's one of my favorite things ever. I fucking love that. I was like, holy shit! Like he just whoop, tuck roll, boom! I'm I'm wearing a dress. <laughs> right, and it's it's all one shot, so there's no way to fake it. He actually did it. Yeah, <laughs> that's I what's was, crazy about it. Like. I was trying to say like like no that there was no cut there there was like that just just straight up he just ran and did it like, yeah yeah he just did it that's uh, kind of the typical thing with Buster Keaton is that he was known for his stunts mm-hmm. and doing them all himself and uh, trying to devise crazy things to do to wow people and uh, yeah he's very much the the forerunner of Jackie Chan and. Yeah, I can. Jackie was a you know loved him and tried to replicate certain stunts and stuff in his movies. There's a a part in Police Story Three, the Jackie Chan movie, where he's uh, on the top of a train and going over the cars, and there's something with the water, Mm. those fucking water tower things, like. Yeah. that's used in the fight that they have on top of uh, the train and so I'm I can almost guarantee that at some level it was like Jackie like oh remember that shit in Sherlock Jr. we gotta do that because yeah. like, he has a lot of stuff like that yeah. in his movies and that 
that shot in this movie was really just impressive that they've like a lot of that of just the camera angling and lining things up yeah just right like that scene where it's like busters keaton's right in the center of the screen the whole time running across this train in front of the water tower and right like and the train train is speeding up and he's you know yeah there's no there's no way to to fuck with that that's just him on top of a train yeah you know it's just like whoa so yeah there's there's a power in that kind of stuff where you're just like holy shit this is really happening this dude did it yeah it's uh and like like jackie buster was also getting a lot of injuries (laughs) (laughs) and uh i read about this one where when he does that water tower thing when the, the fucking water like blast down onto him mm-hmm. i don't know if it's the take that's in the movie but in either in that take or in a different take i'm not sure um it came down with so much force that it like smashed him onto the fucking ground and he hit the back of his neck or something on the the tire uh, the the fuck do you call it the train track ouch <laughs> and so he he stopped shooting that day because he was just having these fucking headaches and stuff and then it took like 10 years or something and eventually a doctor figured out like oh fuck you broke your neck that day (laughs) because there's this like they looked at something on his vertebrae and they were able to determine like oh that was from that when you hit your head on that fucking thing like (laughs) man so yeah, he's he's one of these guys that just throws it all out there for his his art. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, you know, it's it's wild. It's wild. Uh, he's uh he started performing when he was a little kid cuz his parents were both vaudeville performers. Mm-hmm. And so they mm-hmm. just like added him to the act when he was like 3 or 4 or some shit. Yeah. And he became known as this kid that could just like fucking fall down and do all kinds of crazy shit and that kind of does actually remind me of jackie again like growing up in that yeah. environment that he grew up in it's it's very similar performance yeah. uh focus right yeah so it's they're very similar so you can see why yeah jackie is uh, a fan yeah he's also i mean he's a fan of other stuff there's there's like in project a there's a reference to harold lloyd with the uh mm clock tower oh, yeah, yeah. fall and stuff like that but but uh i would say buster is the main the main inspiration mm-hmm. yeah i i was also just very impressed by um the scene where he gets up onto the stage in the movie theater it's part Fuck of the yeah and it it keeps like just alone just him jumping into the screen was just done really well and on just in general on that front but yeah like at first you think oh yeah that, that looks like people watching a movie and then he jumps in and you're like oh crap okay they're just, just the right thing. it's fucking seamless it's perfect yeah but like even like after that where it keeps cutting the scenes and oh when he's like in the with the lions pose, and all that shit yeah, yeah. it's like he's he matches up that pose perfectly yeah it's perfect and it's just like holy crap like it doesn't feel like it's cutting him it feels like the surroundings are literally right. cutting around him. It's, it's crazy like, yeah that is just that blew my mind that they got that 
so perfectly because that's you've got these different camera angles like you got to get that camera angle spot on exactly you got to get him spot on in the center of it exactly completely like, yeah. di- exact same pose in a completely <laughs> different environment and i was like oh man is this some kind of like matte painting or is he superimposed on something and then the waves crash over him and it's like no he's there on no, a fucking yeah. beach like, no, he's really damn. there yeah <laughs> like, yeah it's wild yeah yeah that stuff is super impressive i yeah i just love it so much it's, yeah just that that had to have taken a lot of effort and yeah. practice and and that's like kind of, like that's so Buster Keaton. I don't know how to like describe why, <laughs> but it's not something that like Chaplin would do because Chaplin is. I don't know how to describe him either. He's real sentimental. So like, he's there's comedy, but there's also like this deep heart to his stuff, hmm. and like he's usually in love with somebody. And also like, I mean, there's a, the whole love thing in this movie, and Buster has that in a lot of his movies as well, but it's a totally different vibe. Because Buster Keaton is always, they called him the, the great stone face because he never really reacts to things. He always just has this kind of blank face. Right, yeah. And the other comedians, the other major guys, they they just didn't do that at all. So it's like a, just a totally different feel. Hmm. But like, well, what about like the when they're he's on that fucking motorcycle? Oh God, that whole scene, dude! That isn't that crazy. wild? Yeah, that was nuts. Yeah, that was that was some good stuff. It's so crazy. It's like how the fuck did they do that. It's so great. Like this movie, nineteen twenty four. So it's ninety five years old. Mm-hmm. That's old as fuck. And you think about what they achieved in this movie. Yeah. And it's still super impressive. And, like, you wouldn't see shit like that now. Nobody would do shit like that. Yeah. And especially with this being, like, all just straight up physical performances and stuff. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. I love it. I also loved it. When the uh, the car lost the wheels and it just like sails off into the yeah, the it lake. goes into the lake. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things too. And then he just puts up the the top like a sail. Yeah, <laughs> that was hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah, it's just uh, constantly moving. It's yeah, yeah very it's... inventive and surprising. You know, it's it's always moving forward. Apparently it was a, it was longer because his other movies are not this short. Usually they're like an hour, seventy five minutes, something like that. But I guess yeah. I was reading about it and and uh, it was a lot longer. And he did a couple of test screenings and like each test screening went really badly. Yeah, like <laughs> so he just kept cut cutting more. it down until he got to where it is now. Hmm. And even still, he's just like he said something that like it's good but it's not one of the good ones it's not <laughs> one of the great ones or something like that yeah not not his uh, proudest work <laughs> which is crazy because this is one of the most well-regarded buster keaton movies hmm. 
of all of them. I mean, he probably made like <clears throat> features, probably like 10 features, something like that. Mm. And I would say that the majority of people would say this movie or the general are like his best movie. Huh. From what I've seen and heard and my own personal feelings are are on board with that. I don't I think general is probably better, but but this is uh I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really love this movie. I like I don't know, I like detectives too, so it's fun when he just when he goes into the movie screen and he becomes Sherlock Junior and he's yeah, all like yeah. badass playing pool, like he hits all of those fucking shots yeah. like perfectly. Yeah. I mean that's just him doing dope pool tricks. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I was kinda like, oh man. <laughs> but all like just funny, weird things too. Like it there's a lot of good physical comedy to that pool scene too. Yeah, for sure. Just, like just the way he miraculously avoids hitting that yeah. <laughs> that one ball. And there's a good tension to it too, because you don't I mean, you know that he's good after you see him do the first or the second shot. Right. But still, some of those shots that they set up, I mean, it's like all these balls clustered around that 13 <laughs> ball. And I don't know if you've ever played pool, but that shit is so <laughs> hard to do to like just avoid a ball like that. So he really knew what he was doing. Yeah. And, like... And of course, the performance of it, where he's making it look like he has no clue what he's doing, and he's yeah. just being incompetent. <laughs> so it's it just so cool. he, like, even though you're seeing this, just like holy crap, he just made it curve around and hop over the thing. But it's like he's doing it in a way that makes it seem accidental. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like the part, or, and I guess this is maybe not even part of the comedy so much as just, but it surprised me anyway when he just uh knocks the ball back out of the pocket with the stick just oh like, yeah it's <laughs> just like whoa <laughs> yeah he, uh, he has a command of the physical <laughs> yeah clearly <laughs> i, I mean, don't know that a modern pool table you would be able to do that because that one's just the pocket is just dangling under the right table those actual you, nets yeah yeah uh, i'm a lot of norm uh modern ones have the like the system where it comes off to the side but yeah so i, I think that's kind of why I, I never saw that coming is i i didn't realize that it was just literally just a pouch dangling yeah, at yeah. the bottom of the table there <laughs> he just <laughs> until he smacked it and i was like oh whoa okay <laughs> yeah it's uh it's it's so good i don't know one of the things that makes me laugh the most <laughs> is when he the fucking end of the motorcycle thing when he crashes into the building and he just yeah. like rockets yeah. through the oh, window man. and kicks the dude through the wall that shit is so funny <laughs> uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of good stuff like that in there just yeah it, it, it is in a lot of ways just like was like watching a cartoon but in real life yeah and just being yeah. like whoa somebody could actually do this crap <laughs> yeah because it's like he defies the laws of normal gravity and so he just does crazy shit that you don't think is possible and yeah i love and, it and just not even that just the timing and the pacing of well, that just, too yeah, just yeah. syncing things up in perfect ways that 
it's just like oh my god <laughs> yeah and a lot of it is just in one shot so you know that it's all just performance it's not yeah it's yeah. not filmmaking or whatever right. i mean there's filmmaking going into it as well but but uh the majority of this is is about performance yeah like there at the end when he keeps looking at the movie just to get yeah. into like okay what do i do now and, and then like it just cuts to them and like having kids and, and then he's just scratching like oh like, what <laughs> like that didn't help <laughs> like, i don't know what to do now <laughs> yeah it's a great ending i love it i love how how he plays that kind of stuff where he 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 reacts but he doesn't show a lot of emotion or anything like he's not smiling or anything yeah it's it's not facial emotion it's right more just general body language yeah and, and like posing and positioning and movement instead of a facial expression yeah and that's really unique to him yeah the other both chaplin and harold lloyd are a lot more expressive in yeah, terms of and, their face and stuff and i think that might go down to uh vaudeville performances perhaps where because i've heard one of the big differences of like an, a theater production to yeah. say a film even in like is the uh that if you're in a theater uh, uh, like a live theater production and you're in the back seat you can't see the faces you there's no way you're gonna see the emotive true, expressions yeah, yeah. and so um those old theater troops would like they would express emotion through gesture and movement like uh, that and if yeah, he grew up sense. in that environment he would have learned that kind of expression and then yeah. the facial expressions aren't as important to a <laughs> to it and so that would have uh <clears throat> that probably played a part in uh, yeah that makes sense that makes sense can't have a close-up in a right. <laughs> on a stage right. you know it's <laughs> yeah and like i don't want to make it sound like he has no emotion because his face is still super expressive within this very small <laughs> framework it's I, I don't know exactly how to describe it but i i fucking love him like he's always my favorite of the of the main three guys and yeah i mean obviously i like stunts and i came to to buster from jackie so it was like it was a natural yeah like i was tracing back i know? was trying to to see like that's why i wanted to see this stuff because of the stunts and stuff but but uh it just it lands the best for me personally yeah like that fucking stunt it's probably the biggest man maybe the biggest one in this movie where he's on the top of the building and he rides that fucking like the railroad thing down into the back of the car hmm Oh, which one was that? You don't remember that shit? Uh, I'm trying to... Yeah, there's so many weird things in there. Um, how did he get in that car? Because I do kind of remember him just, like, flopping down in a car behind the guy. Yeah. He was on yeah. the top of this two-story building. Oh yeah, that, oh, yeah. He, like, climbed up the ladder, and the dude locked him up. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, and then he just jumps down, yeah. And then he just, like, r gets on the end of that fucking flag thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, the gigantic, uh, yeah, okay, now it's coming back to me. <laughs> yeah, the thing that, like, to block the road or whatever. 
Yeah, yeah. And he just like perfectly oh, that, yeah. lands in the back of the car. It's oh, so man. good. That's like such a, a Jackie sort of a thing to do. Yeah. Too. I love it. So yeah, cool. I hadn't really been thinking about that one. I, I think in, in oh, the man, moment. Oh, man, that one's so good. In the moment, I was kind of trying to figure out what was going on. Just uh, I wasn't quite clear that was a railroad crossing guard that he was oh, okay. jumping on. So I, w- I think I was trying to figure out, like, what is that? I thought it was a flagpole. And that he was gonna and just slide oh, down and slide it, down and, it. Yeah, and then yeah. it just suddenly moved. Away. Wait, what's going on? And <laughs> it was just trying to figure out what was actually happening. Oh man, <laughs> just the, uh, the old nineteen twenties uh, environment that I'm not familiar with. I guess. Yeah, that that's it. one thing that's cool. I lo- I love that about watching old stuff or foreign stuff, just checking out the, uh, the locales. But in this, you get to see nineteen uh, twenties LA. Yeah, lots of cool LA stuff. My uh, my grandpa grew up in the in L.A. in the twenties, and he 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 was born in like twenty or twenty one or something, and uh, somehow like his dad knew this dude that worked at the the studios, and so they let him borrow this camera, and they made this little like sixteen millimeter movie of my grandpa and his twin brother. Oh. In 1920s LA, and it looks like oh shit, that's where they <laughs> made all this uh, uh, Buster Keaton movies and shit. And it's just like these little fucking <laughs> twin babies. And it's like wow, that's my grandpa. It's so weird. <laughs> uh. So yeah, I always like to see old LA, and I always wonder like wow, man, where where is that? And I mean, there's mm. probably a way to find out now, but but I just wonder like what's there now and. Yeah. You know, it's all built up, of course, now. Right. But it's I just love it so much. Some of the stuff, like in the Harold Lloyd movie, um, Safety Last, where he's hanging off the clock, mm-hmm. like a lot of those buildings are still there. And so mm-hmm. you can see, I saw this little video of it where they were showing how he did it, and they were like, see, all of those buildings are still the exact same buildings, so you can just, you know... Like still see the same viewpoint if your camera is at the right angle and stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So yeah, there's all kinds of 1920s stuff that was probably foreign to you. Yeah, probably. Uh, oh, then there was that car that was like not really on stilts but the the car he drives under in the motorcycle oh yeah <laughs> like the That's tunnel a, car a great fake out <laughs> yeah because you see it coming and you're like oh fuck how's he gonna get her through this he's <laughs> <laughs> just gonna drive right through it yeah <laughs> it turns the corner and you're like what it's just perfect perfect timing and that's like, you know, this motorcycle's going pretty fast, and that yeah. thing's driving, and just to get it all and lined he's up. And driving it by sitting on the steering wheel. Right. Like, like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? That's so crazy. And you, I, I kept trying to look and see, like, is he actually driving? <laughs> I mean, I don't know how else they would do it. It's yeah. not like they had a I remote control. Like, is, it, is it getting towed from off screen? I was like, no, I don't think so. I, mean, <laughs> I don't. I doubt it because that would have to be pretty far off screen on a lot of those shots. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was thinking that at first. Like, is it just getting pulled? But then it's like there's so many shots, like, like when he drives through the other car and right. like, and he's turning corners through it, and it's like, nah, yeah, it's like, got to just be the motorcycle going. <laughs> dodging all those cars and 
That yeah. shit when he fucking almost gets hit by the train. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the great shots where he's just, it's that side shot and he's like, it's just following him as the train <laughs> fucking almost hits him. It's so good. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, so once it gets into all that stuff, the dream, yeah, and it starts the chases and stuff. It starts oh. ramping up real good then. Oh yeah. my god, so good, so fucking good. I love it. Ugh. Hmm. Right, yeah, and and I do kind of like the juxtaposition of uh, him going through all this elaborate detective stuff, and and they figure it out just by the girl going to the shop, yeah. the clock shop, and asking like, right. "Hey, who bought this?" It's like the easiest solution. <laughs> like, yeah. and he's like going through this whole like dream of this massive elaborate. Right. Like... It's so it's so funny. I love how the the inner titles make jokes too where it's like <laughs> right <laughs> yeah there's like a lot of little just like puns like yeah like he gets dumped all that water on him is like well with his detective work all washed up he yeah. has to <laughs> <laughs> he goes back to his other job <laughs> yeah and it says something like like uh he goes back to see what he can do to his other job <laughs> yeah that, yeah that was a weird <laughs> Because you know he's going to fuck something up. Yeah. Uh, I like how in the dream, like, it, like, cuts. I think I think it's after he walks out with the pool ball of uh, the exploding ball. Yeah. Which it, I think it throws the inner title up or something where it's just like, uh, and he solved the case except for <laughs> he didn't find the, the thing. And they're like, except for the two things that are actually. Right, that actually like, matter. Yeah. Like he, like, he didn't find the thief or the pearls. Or the fucking pearls, yeah. <laughs> but he solved everything else that wasn't even a part of the case. It's fucking funny. And at first I thought, okay, so he did nothing. But then it's like, you think about it, it's like, no, he did like completely, like, figure, get that somehow he swapped the ball with the exploding ball. And like, yeah. <laughs> you're thinking, oh, maybe he is this genius detective right, right. that had like figured that out and been <laughs> like, all right, I got all the clues now. Now I just gotta chase him down. Yeah, just gotta, you know, get the guy. Yeah. These movies are super fun with an audience if, if, the chance ever comes for anybody listening or you, uh, and you or I don't know that they show silent movies around here but yeah when I when I lived around LA it was like they had the silent movie theater and, and they still played silent movies at the time that I was going there they don't really now it's it's mm. run by a a group called Cine Family and they just play whatever the fuck but uh I saw this in the theater with fucking live piano dude and ah. and uh, packed like full audience and it was so fun and it's like you you really see how well the movie works um, when it's just a whole group of people just who are totally on board with it you know yeah it's yeah. it's so fun it makes you like see the movie differently. 
Yeah, I know my brother down in San Francisco has like there's stuff there like that. Yeah, too, there's probably they, stuff like they, that there. They show those old silent films and have like live yeah. music performances to go with it. It's the best. Yeah, they mm. do a thing though. They do do a thing around here on Halloween. They show Nosferatu, um, the silent mm. movie, and they like project it on the side of a building or something. And there's like a live band playing. I think it's like rock and roll or some fucking shit. I, I never went to it, but I, I, I've I seen the listing as like a thing that they do every year. Huh. And uh, that's the only only silent movie thing I've seen up here. But but I highly recommend it. <laughs> it's so fun. But any any thing with a, a, a an audience that's super into anything is super fun. Yeah. Yeah, kind of a... Reminds me of the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and yeah. people get real into that. And yeah, have you ever seen that live in the theater? I've in never the seen the, that. I've, I've heard about that, and that people do that and go nuts. And yeah, then. I saw it at midnight a couple times in L.A., and it, it, was, uh, it was a fucking experience, man. <laughs> these people were pumped, and they knew all. there's all these little cues that, like, okay, at this point we throw fucking cheerios and i don't i don't know that that's what they do i don't remember what the fuck they actually do there's something with spoons or something or people huh. are throwing spoons or i don't fucking remember but everybody knew what the fuck it was and the first time i went it was uh it was a little awkward because it was like i didn't know what the fuck was going on and and uh i i get real nervous in live situations when there's like other people who might call me up to do something <laughs> and there was a, a number of things like that in this uh venue i don't remember how the fucking shit worked because it was like a long it was a long ass time ago like yeah i don't know 18 years ago or something now and but uh i went again a second time and it it was it was actually funner the second mm -hmm. time it was crazy because it's like you kind of know what the fuck is going on and yeah. no, it was cool hmm. i i enjoy stuff like that i don't really like rocky horror picture show though that's the <laughs> that's yeah. the thing like i went with somebody else who was super into it and so i don't know i kind of the movie's okay but yeah yeah i'd, I'd say that too i i think i'm kind of in that area i haven't seen it since freaking high school i had a oh, friend okay. who was like oh you gotta see this movie it's yeah. amazing i'm like yeah yeah it's got its good stuff it's <laughs> all right it's definitely better with an audience because they're super into it and you can right. see like you can feel the love you know it's, it mm -hmm. makes it sort of a better experience yeah you get that kind of communal vibe going on with it yeah <laughs> i was just thinking about other movies that they do that with and like, I don't think I've seen anything else because they do that with the room, which I've mm. never seen, but everybody talks about. And uh, Miami Miami Connection is one that hmm. I fucking love that movie, but I've never seen it. I only saw it on Blu-ray. Mm. But uh, there's a lot of stuff like that, midnight movies sort of stuff. Hmm. It's fun. I guess. Uh opening night at whatever newest uh, Marvel movie kind of counts. <laughs> well, Star Wars for sure. Yeah, I mean those count cuz it's it's like it's, people who are super into it. Yeah, and a lot of times they'll like dress up or Yeah, but like I don't feel it's not quite the same. It's not It's not yeah. the same cuz I feel like when the movie's playing 
Like, if somebody says something, people are like, shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, I don't know. I feel like it's different. I don't know. I, I mean, I haven't seen a movie on opening day since probably those fucking Star Wars movies, the, the prequels. Mm. So <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. So I don't really know what the culture is like nowadays, but I imagine most people are on their phones. <laughs> <laughs> and then the movie's playing and you know everybody's fucking quiet I don't know there's a lot of jokes in those Marvel movies yeah oh. yeah I'm trying to think if I ever saw a movie opening night really yeah, never I don't, I don't think I ever have oh man I never did until like high school because yeah. uh, I always went to the dollar movies when I was a kid mm. and uh, but then when I went to high school and I was hanging out with jasper and his brother they were all about like opening night and it was like wait a minute you can go to opening night <laughs> like this is a totally new concept to me like what the fuck this is crazy and then uh i just got hooked on mm. like oh fucking gotta go opening night and it was cool i did that for a long time and then it was probably around when we stopped all going to the movies together when we like lives started fracturing and yeah, shit where yeah. it was just like Eh, you know, I don't know. I definitely saw Lord of the Rings opening night, though, all three of those. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Really, never never opening night. Ah, oh, it's yeah, so I fun. I don't think so. You gotta Certainly do it. not as like a midnight showing, like, oh, it's the first showing kind of thing. Yeah, I don't like how they do that now. Now it's like the movie's supposed to open on a th Friday, and now they have, mo this, like... 18 showings at 6 o'clock on Thursday. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> like, it's supposed to be, like, f fucking Friday. Why is this movie coming out on Thursday now? That bothers uh, me. Mm. It's a way to, like, beef up the the box office numbers so it looks like they made more. Yeah, over the weekend. Yeah, it yeah. just fucking bothers me. I don't know. I mean, whatever. Do your thing, but... Yeah. My day was on fucking Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Sick of this shit. People going on Thursday. Uh, <laughs> I can just see that some like angry Jewish guy being upset that Christians turned it into Sunday instead of Saturday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just surface. Like, like, why isn't it Saturday? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh the good old days have you seen any movie that's older than this I kind of doubt it I don't know what it would be if I would had seen anything what older. about like trip to the moon have you ever seen that no I have not oh fuck you gotta watch I've that. seen the like screenshot of it with like the rocket and yeah and stuck the, in the yeah, moon yeah. face and yeah <laughs> but that's like it because that's just like the famous ah, you shot of it. it but it's fucking cool that's uh, George Millier. He's the uh, like the pioneer of, of the special effects in movies, basically. And mm. and uh, he used to use the thing like in this movie where where Buster Keaton is is through editing going to different locations in that. Yeah. And like uh, Millier would do that kind of stuff, but not not quite to the level of of sophistication that's here in Sherlock Junior. Right. But um, he would do stuff where he would, like, 
his movies are funny where a lot of the ones because like trip to the moon is later when he he had like this whole studio and he had this whole thing where he's making like a narrative thing but a lot of his early movies it's just called like the magician and it's a dude doing like magician tricks but using filmmaking techniques mm. like cutting and moving a guy or whatever to like do magic mm -hmm. and at that time when people saw it it was like holy shit what happened this is crazy yeah <laughs> and yeah. uh it kind of pioneered that kind of stuff for 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 everybody you know it was a big deal but trip to the moon is like is is next level it's all kinds of cool effects and opticals and like the 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 moon is its own thing and it's really yeah. cool hmm. very 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 awesome <laughs> i love i love his shit but uh, i had a phase where i just watched like 60 of his movies because they're like one minute <laughs> the early ones oh huh Trip to the Moon is probably like 18 minutes or something like that. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, I definitely recommend all that stuff. Yeah, I probably should see the Trip to the Moon. Yeah, I would say Trip to the Moon is, is definitely a, a must-see if you're at all interested in filmmaking or special effects or any kind of early filmmaking yeah, kind of stuff. Origins of things. Yeah, that's that's definitely a good one. There's another one that I can't remember the fucking title of. That's that's similar. Hmm. It's another like science fiction thing, and I can't remember what the fucking title is. Hmm. But it's really cool too. So, Buster Keaton, you like him? Yeah, pretty good. You would watch more. Yeah. Definitely not a bad experience. Yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> I was definitely a little shaky. I didn't know. Especially at the start, because I could tell, like, oh, this is probably a little slow. Yeah. But uh, once it gets to the chases, I mean. Yeah, how can you go wrong can't with that can't deny that shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah that shit is just dope. I don't think anybody could s say it was dumb or whatever. It's right. so good. So yeah, we should watch some more Keaton. I want to show you the other stuff too, like Chaplin and Harold Lloyd, so you kind of get an idea what that era was like. Yeah, and like just to see how different the three major guys were. Right. Like, cause it, there's similarities, cause it's obviously it's silent and mm -hmm. it's the same era, so there's things that are similar, but they're just they all have their own unique style. So I don't, I don't know if there's anything yeah, else. Yeah, I mean it's kind of cut and dry. It's like there it is, physical mm. comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, mm -hmm. um, this is the part where I where I would say adios, but it's a silent movie, so I won't say anything.
I never heard such shit. 